And now, the Street Photography Magazine podcast with your host, Bob Patterson. Hello and welcome back to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Bob Patterson, publisher of Street Photography Magazine. And today I'm here all by myself. And that's because I want to answer some questions we get a lot mainly about how to get your work published in the magazine, what the process is, and a lot of questions we're getting about our app. And then also we're making some changes to how we publish and our publication schedule. So I'm going to update you on that as well as a newsletter we're starting. And so let's get started. First of all, I want to answer like why Street Photography Magazine? Who are you? What do you do? And uh, we are a a digital-only publication right now. And uh, we've been in business for a little over nine years. We're on our 10th year. And uh, Street Photography Magazine is, I guess you could call it, highly curated. I mean, you can find so much stuff on the Internet about street photography. The problem is there's a lot of good stuff, there's a lot of bad stuff, and it takes a lot of work to, to separate the wheat from the chaff. And that's exactly what we do. As I said, we're highly curated. We are always out there looking around the field, the street photography and documentary photography genre, searching for new talent and dealing with people throughout the street photography world to find stuff that impacts you, to help you become a better street photographer, more engaged, more inspired, and to bring all those things together in, in one place. And it's been a lot of fun, I have to say. Like I said, we haven't been doing it for 10 years for nothing. And we intend to be doing it for 10, 20, who knows how long we're going to do it. Anyway, so that's why. And we feel we do a good job. So do our subscribers. And we have a lot of fun doing it as well. And before I answer the questions too, I want to, I'm going to apologize to anybody who received some crazy emails from us. We've been working very hard over the past couple months, moving to a new publishing platform that involves lots of moving parts, part of that being our email system. And I personally, probably just like you, I receive, I don't know, hundreds of emails a day, and it's really hard to keep up and to avoid the junk and deal with the things that are important. And so I, I take emailing you very seriously. That's why we do very little of it. We actually only schedule one email a month, which is the announcement of the new issue that comes out, and uh, which is on the 15th of every month. So I try to be respectful of your inbox. And then over the last several weeks, we've had a, in the process of, of changing our systems around, um, we've sent out several emails that shouldn't have. For example, on June 15th, when we sent out our regular, it's really an automated announcement of the new issue, several people, many people got two of them. So my mistake, and that was a mistake I made. Matter of fact, I made all the mistakes. You can blame me. And then last week, I was testing the delivery of magazine articles through email, which I'm going to talk a little bit later and sometimes we have videos in those articles. So I did a test of sending it to a test list of three people. And it was late in the day. I was like really tired. And I wound up sending it to our entire list. Thousands of people. I've got to thank you guys. I'm 
received hundreds of responses. I started out sending an apology to everybody, and then they just kept coming in. And everybody was providing helpful information, which was very helpful, I, I have to say. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for caring. But please accept my apologies for sending you more junk mail than you need and than you're already receiving. So anyway, let's get into questions. One of the, probably the biggest question, the one that's asked the most is, how do I get my work published in Street Photography Magazine? Probably 80% of our content right now comes from people in the street photography community around the world. And so people ask, how do I get in there? It's actually very easy, and it's gotten even easier. We accept two types of submissions. One is single images. So every month you can submit up to two single images. And those are for a section of our magazine called Street Shooters of the Month, where we select photos that are submitted. We also select photos that we might see out on the internet, usually Facebook or Instagram or Flickr, other places like that. And in those cases, we invite the person to submit the photo. But uh, you can submit these photos. All you do is go to our website, streetphotographymagazine.com. And in the upper left-hand corner is a little hamburger icon, three lines. Click on that. And you'll see an item called submissions. And underneath that, there are two submission forms. One single images, the other is for articles. So single images, you click that, fill out the form. You don't have to register. You don't have to log in anymore or anything. You just click that, fill out the form, and it sends it in. Please size them to no bigger than 2,000 pixels on the long side. doesn't have to be any bigger. If you submit one that's too big... It's not going to make it anyway. The system will cut it off. So make sure they're sized properly. That's 72 DPI in a digital magazine. That's all the larger it has to be. Please include a link back to your website or Instagram or Flickr or wherever you want people to go to learn more about you and see your work. And so just fill the form out and send it in. And as for articles, we, we accept articles for consideration. And that's listed under... I think it's articles or projects, uh, photo stories, what have you. Click that link. There's a little more information. You can upload your images. Again, please size them to no larger than 2,000 pixels at the 72 DPI. And we prefer to have text. We just don't publish a group of pictures. In fact, uh, we like to limit them to 8 to 10 per article. Even less, we don't put in dozens and dozens of images in the articles, so we expect you to edit your images and make sure that they're the best possible ones to tell your story and upload that. And i got to say, it can take a while to hear from us. We receive lots of submissions. We look at them regularly. We talk about them every week. We have an editorial meeting every week to discuss what goes in each issue. And we may see a really good article, that maybe fits better in some in an issue down the road later in the year, and then we save it for that. And once we make the final cut for a publication, then you will hear from generally our editor, Ashley Refo, letting you know that you've been chosen for publication. So no news isn't bad news. No news is no news. Same thing with the single image submissions. We get dozens and dozens every week and again we we like to make sure everything fits nicely within a particular issue 
and then we make the selections. And sometimes those are made pretty close to publication time. And thank you very much. We see so much good work coming in. So that's it about the publication. And another question we've been getting frequently recently is, what's up with your app? As I said earlier, we started our life as an iOS app, as it really is a iPad app back in 2013. And that was back when Apple had what was called the newsstand, and they encouraged small publishers to start creating magazines. And I had that in mind for quite a while before that, and I saw it as an opportunity to test out a magazine. And so we had uh, we had an app for years. We eventually, when we were on our last publishing platform, they, they did a, an Android app for us as well. And... There's some issues publishing through either an iOS app or an Android app, and one of them is that uh, they don't tell the publisher who their subscribers are. We're lucky because you could, through the app, register on our website. So we knew who they are, but the rest of the people we didn't know. And over the years, our subscriptions through the website grew and grew, and like 95, 97% of our subscribers don't even use the app and realize that there just wasn't enough app usage to justify the investment in upgrading it and supporting it. It costs money to support it and to deliver the content of the app. And there's a lot of overhead with it. So we decided when we moved to a new publishing platform, we were going to discontinue the app. And it was not done elegantly. We had a whole plan laid out to communicate it as best as we possibly could. And when we gave notice to the company who created the app and actually managed it for us, they turned it off like right away and put a strange message on the app that said, you're not approved for this app. And we've dealt with probably most of the people who have it. Only a handful of people actually subscribe through it. Some people use it sometimes. So we've communicated with most people so there's probably like 10 of you out there that I'm talking to on, on this. Anyway, so we've discontinued it. We've moved everybody that we know of to the web platform and taken good care of everyone. If you happen to be one of these people, let me know. Just send a message to support at streetphotographymagazine.com. Give us your information and we'll be in touch and we'll get you activated on the on the web platform. And so anyway, that's what's going on with the app. So what's going on with our publishing schedule? We're changing how we do things. This is why we've been going through all these system changes over the last several months. Beginning in July, I mean, for years and years, we've been publishing the magazine on the 15th of every month. And we're using some really cool technology. And we thought rather than use that technology to, to mimic a paper magazine that has to be mailed out, we should do something a little different. Beginning in July, we're going to publish each article. We're going to publish articles throughout the month. We're going to publish the featured photographer article on the first Sunday of the month. And from then on, we're going to publish these articles individually on Sundays and Wednesdays. And typically, we publish six curated articles per month. So beginning in July, every Sunday and Wednesday, a new article will be published. And we will also, for those who want them, we'll, for paid subscribers, we're going to send those out 
as an email as well at the time of publication, which I think is pretty cool. If you've ever seen people who publish on Substack or the publishing platform Ghost, that's exactly what they do. They publish online and it also gets sent out as an email. Now we're changing our email system so that if you don't want to get these and you just want to get a monthly summary like we're doing now, you at the bottom of the emails, there's a link that says update your preferences. So if you click that, you get an email. They send you an email to make sure it's you and you click on the email and then it takes you to the website and you there's some boxes you can check. One is to receive the articles via email as they're published. If you uncheck that, then we won't send them to you. And then there's also one for the newsletter which I'm going to tell you about in a minute. Instead of receiving the articles via email, there's also an option to get a monthly summary, like you do right now. So you can turn that on and off. So we don't want to send you any more email than you want. I like the idea of receiving the articles in email. I subscribe to a couple online newsletters. One of them I get I get every day. They're like news topics, and I find it very helpful. And if I don't want to read it, I just delete it and move on with my life. But anyway... So that's how that's going to work. And because some months have five Sundays or five Wednesdays, we have extra days. We're going to continue to publish. So what we're going to do is pull some favorite articles from our archives. So we have hundreds and hundreds of articles going back to 2013. So we're going to select some articles that we like, and we'll send those out as an email called, it'll be from the archives. So you receive an article by email, say on Sunday morning. And if you want to read it, you can read it. If you want to read it, there'll be a link in there if you prefer to read it on the web. So you can do that, read it on the web, or just ignore it or delete it. One thing I really like about consuming the magazine on a tablet through the web is that you can log in really easily. If you're on an iPad, you can use the iCloud keychain and really log in two taps of the of the button. Or if you're on an Android device, you can use Google Smart Lock, which is also very good. It's really one of the best platform cut. It's really one of the best password managers out there, and it's free. It's built right into to Google Chrome. Just because you're consuming the magazine on a device and you have to log in, you can do it very easily with both of those. And the next big change is... Every other Friday, beginning in July, we're going to be publishing a newsletter. On opposite Fridays is our podcast. One Friday we do a podcast. Next Friday we publish our newsletter. We plan to make the newsletter useful and informative and also very personal. These will be written either by Ashley Rifo or myself about things we're working on, things we learn, things we find out happening in the, the world of street photography and just some of our experiences. I play around with gear. I play with a lot of software. I try new things out in the field, photographing. And whenever possible, I like to go out and shoot with other street photographers that happen to be in my area or I meet up with in, in other cities where I travel, write about those experiences. So things like that, things, real people stuff. It's not going to be full of clickbait and junk just to drive web traffic. It'll be useful things for you. And hopefully you'll enjoy that. Oh, that's completely free. So we'll be doing that starting in August. Matter of fact, I'm working on my first article right now about some things I learned at a 
conference up in Washington, D.C. And so those are the big changes. And one other thing, too, there's a, another question that I forgot to mention, and that's, do you have a print version of your magazine? Do you actually print it? As I said earlier, since the beginning, we've been a digital publication only, although we just have tons of content and great photography. And we've been testing and playing with being a print version as well. What we're thinking of doing is maybe doing a quarterly print version that will be for sale. For We're looking to partner with somebody who does printing, possibly printing on demand, somebody like Blurb or someone else who does magazine type formats. You know what? I mean, I have a lot of photo books. And as much as I like digital technology, I've been working in the field for many years. There's just no substitute for holding a print in your hand, whether it's in a magazine or a book or it's an actual print that you hang on your wall. When you are when you print your work, whether it's in a book, a regular print, you have full control over what it looks like. You have control over the color, the black and white toning, all that stuff from start to finish. When you look at something on a computer, us, the publisher, we have no control over what it looks like on your device. Fortunately, monitors and other devices have gotten really good over the years. But still, we don't know how bright your monitor is or dark or whatever. And uh, so it's nice to see a print, a photograph printed the way it's supposed to look in the in the creator's mind so that is all uh, thank you for listening to me and if you have any questions please send them to support at streetphotographymagazine.com if we get lots of questions we'll start answering them on the podcast or in the newsletter so if you have any questions just shoot us a message okay thank you for listening and you have a very good day 